German women's football is in trouble. So let's talk about it. While German women's football has certainly seen brighter and better days than what it is currently facing, that doubtful started in the summer after Germany crashed out of the Women's World Cup from the group stages, and now we see a few teams struggling and out of European competition, with the league clearly voicing some frustration. Last year's Champions League finalists, Wolfsburg, who lost the final uh, to Barcelona, were knocked out of the qualifying stages and did not make it into this year's Champions League group stages, who did indeed were Frankfurt and Bayern Munich. For the rebranded Frankfurt, this was the first time that they had made it into the group stages, so this was a massive achievement for them. For Bayern, unfortunately, they were caught up in a very tough group with people. PSG, Ajax, and Roma, and unfortunately were not able to make it through. This means that this is for the first time that this current Champions League, as we know it as today, which was rebranded back in 2009, will not feature any German teams in the quarterfinals or anything afterwards. Which is a pretty bizarre thing to think about, because not only have multiple German teams won this, with the likes of FFC Frankfurt being the last in 2015, Turbine Potsdam holds a lot of history in this, Wolfsburg, multiple-time finalists, they've won this, you're always going to see them in the quarterfinals if not the semifinals, very similar with Bayern Munich. So you think Champions League, often you're going to at least think of Bayern and Wolfsburg, but not this year at all. This crash out out of the Champions League, however, is only a scratch of what is actually happening behind the scenes. There's been board spokespersons who have come out in frustration, but there's a clear plateau and kind of staggering in some stats and in areas of growth that the Bundesliga have faced and kind of consistently hit over the last few years without actually peaking the way you would expect it. For those who don't know, the Fromm Bundesliga is a 12-team league with a promotion and a relegation system, so from the championship and back and forth. Since 2012, where Potsdam were the reigning champions, then now they actually find themselves in the championship. But since 2012, it has only been Wolfsburg and Bayern Munich to win the title. Last season's average attendance for the Bundesliga was 2,723 per game, which actually falls a little lower than Liga F and the WSL. Despite the World Cup and despite the growth of the game, they have not seen a huge jump from that last season. Now, obviously, the season is not concluded, but the attendance or the average attendance up to the winter break sits at 2,990, which is, again, relatively small for a league like the Bundesliga. It's also important to note that just a few days ago in the UEFA rankings, um, Portugal, or Liga BPI, has actually overtaken Germany um, in the Bundesliga and the UEFA rankings. That's particularly because there's no German teams in the Champions League, but that is a huge, huge backstep for Portugal to overtake Germany in the UEFA rankings. Just a few days after the um, Champions League group stage conclusion, Frankfurt board spokesperson has come out and kind of criticized the system and the fact that it is not so creative and that's why they're not able to attract fans and an average attendance like they want. And maybe the way that they want to appeal to a bigger audience is expand the league into a 16-team league. His rationale behind it is that those four teams would come from a men's team, so like just a men's Bundesliga team that doesn't have a woman's, create one um, and kind of merge them in. And then the, the more teams that you have, the more tension it creates and the more competitiveness that, that it creates, according to him. Do I agree with him? No. But that's besides the fact that also this would not actually be very sustainable for the league. 
to elaborate on that, I need to talk a little bit about money and the TV contract in place. So the TV contract and deal that they have in place actually increased 16 times more than the previous one before, which is a massive jump and definitely a jump that was needed. So right now, the contract sits at 5.17 million euros gross annually. The German Federation, who is responsible for the league, splits that up. It distributes 90% of the money equally to every single team. So all 12 teams get 90% of that cut up equally. Which if you do the math, every single team receives about 388,000 euros. If you internationally compare that with England, where their current contract sits at 9 million or approximately 9 million in Spain, where their contract sits at approximately 8 million. So how that would look like on the table is England sit with an approximately 9 million contract, Spain with 8 million, and then Germany with just 5.2 million. So Germany still considerably lower the current tv deal runs for the next few years and an an next or a new contract cannot be negotiated until the 2026-2027 season meaning if you add four more teams that money is going to be exactly the same for the next few years that money is going to get split up even more so that 5.2 million gets split into 16 teams which would make it as a very very tight amount of money for clubs and they probably would not even be breaking even or making anything out of it and that budget would just be ridiculously too tight to work with so a 16 team is it going to be making it more competitive i don't believe so i think you strengthen the teams that you already have make sure you close that parity between them which could be a completely different conversation and for a tv contract that already supplies some of the money uh, narrowing that down would just make absolutely no sense to teams and i think they would actually go against an expansion of the league. We're talking money. It is important to mention that nine out of the 12 clubs in the front Bundesliga have Bundesliga teams in the top division. The three remaining teams, such as Essen, are purely women's club with no professional men's team who currently sit in fifth in the league. So it's actually pretty, pretty good for where they're standing. Then you have FC Nuremberg, apologies if I'm butchering it, who have their men's team playing in the second Bundesliga and then MSV Duisburg in the men's third division team. They are sitting bottom of the table. What we have learned from the past seasons in the Bundesliga is that if a team is not financially completely backed up by the Bundesliga, unfortunately, they do face relegation or they do face a lot of financial strains. You will likely see them asking uh, charities, unfortunately, to work up with them. That was the case of Potsdam who had horrible mismanagement from the board and and just horrendous financial agreements and they had no backing from a men's team and, and that's eventually what caused them to go down and get relegated which is quite sad because this is a team that holds a lot of history in, in the women's game and in German women's football so that's another thing to note as well that not every single team is backed up by the Bundesliga now this is not to say that every team should be backed up by the Bundesliga but certainly something to study and be aware of if an expansion is to happen so you're a little bit tighter on money than the other leagues you're also not hitting the attendance numbers that you want let's look at who's running it and who's running it is the German Federation. Now Frankfurt's um, board spokesperson not only suggested that expansion but also talked a little bit about the bonuses that they get from the Champions League and that they don't take them very far and I quote he said that the effort we put in almost completely consumes our UEFA payout. You do not make any money in women's football with the Champions League. When he was asked to elaborate on this he mentioned that himself and other uh, board members from the other teams in the front Bundesliga have expressed 
being dissatisfied and unhappy with how the German Federation is running the Frauen Bundesliga. Going as far as mentioning that if improvements are not possible with the Federation, that we have to think about splitting up and having an organizing women's football independently. Now, in some ways, this is kind of like a, a canon event, as one would say, or a bit of a ritual in women's football that we have seen. Um, the NWSL separated away from the ussf from from their uh, us federation england have just done it starting from the new season separating away from the fa and for the from bundesliga to kind of hint like hey we kind of want to separate from our german federation because they're not helping us here and they're not showing us any improvement they've staggered we want to have this be run independently is not a surprising step the question becomes and it's a very serious question that i hope the federation is sitting at and really trying to solve out is what is the best possible condition for the sport to make it successful in the long term can the german federation do that or not if not then they need to step out and get somebody to independently run it the clubs are already talking within themselves about that dissatisfaction they're asking the federation for a little bit more and they're getting nothing back and it looks like nothing is happening for them the former director of women's football is currently mainly concerned with men's football as a general secretary The folks responsible for the women's football strategy and the vice president of women's football seem to be responsible for everything, yet are doing nothing. They just had a new sports director come in and oversee, but she's only overseeing the national team and the youth um, 20 responsibilities. So you've got a lot of folks be designated to running things in women's football, but there's been nothing happening. It's almost like they're not showing up to their meetings. There's a huge golden opportunity right now for German football to explode. And it seems like the Federation are not only not recognizing issues, but are not willing to fix anything. Now, obviously, with who runs it and the sponsor that they have um, a deal with plays a huge role in marketing. And one thing that I found extremely um, frustrating with the Front Bundesliga is that their marketing and their visibility is so, so weak. And I understand that's a very harsh thing to say, but the From Bundesliga is really so marketable, yet none of these opportunities seem to be taken. Their style of play is fantastic. People love to watch it. There's a reason they've been so successful in the Champions League for as long as they were, excluded the season. There's a reason huge names in the game have definitely spent some kind of spell at some kind of German team. There's a reason a lot of the big legends of the game came out of the From Bundesliga. There's a reason that market was so and is so in some ways appealing to players so why can they not make it as appealing to audience is the question here i think it's such a shame because they have such brilliant players and understandably the likes of Penilla harder and magdalena erickson who are huge huge stars they are the ones you should be absolutely pushing and promoting have been injured and Wolfsburg, in the same token, have not had their best season and are quite struggling in just the overall Wolfsburg style play. Those two things I can absolutely look at. But that doesn't take away from the fact that still a lot of the healthy players have Bayern Munich are insanely marketable. I mean, look at Georgia Stanway. She's a player that can break down that language barrier between English fans and kind of fans who've never watched the From Bundesliga because of a language barrier. She can mesh that together. I think she's something or she's a player that hasn't been marketed as well as she should be. That's not to mention her other 10 teammates are fantastic. I mean, Leah Schuler is a striker that I absolutely love to watch. She's such a joy to watch and she's so good. 
why is she not being pushed as good as she needs to be pushed? And I'm not just talking about single or players. You need to be pushing the team as a whole. You need to be pushing the brand as a whole. You need to be pushing the league as a whole. Frankfurt have some of the most talented players in that league, in my opinion. And why are we going to stop talking about them now that they're out of the Champions League? That conversation needs to keep going. That push and that marketing and that media needs to keep coming out of them. Wolfsburg, Pop, Payor, I mean, their team is stacked with players that are so marketable, but none of these opportunities are being taken. And again, this is really frustrating to acknowledge and say. And I've just focused on three teams here because those are the top three teams that you would want to be marketing the most. Um, that's just how business works, unfortunately. And, and in some ways you can market a team who's not doing so good. Looking at Arsenal's season this far, they have not had a great season. Three defeats already, a draw, the title is very much looking very faded and far away. Yet they're a team who've been able to break a lot of attendance records. They've been able to hit a lot of new numbers on their own um, Arsenal streams and whatnot. So even a team who's not doing so good, they're doing their own very fantastic marketing. Their TV contract with Sky Sports, I believe, is doing a great job in marketing a team who's not doing so well and they're not having their best season. Sponsors within the league, within the team, um, social media. I mean, Arsenal is understandably a very marketable team, but they're marketing a team and they're hitting new highs when the team is not having a great season. That's only just an example to say your team doesn't have to be doing great for them to be marketable. Now, obviously, it helps and that's more ideal, but that is not the make or break. So for the From Bundesliga, um, yes, I want to see a separation from the federation because you've got a lot of these individuals sitting as vice presidents and presidents and managers and X, Y, and Z for Romans football, but they're doing absolutely nothing. And the fact that we've seen a plateau and staggering in the last few years and specifically the last two years when you wanted to see a boom there hasn't been any of that like i mentioned i think this is a very natural step in women's football now separating from the federation i do not think 16 teams is the move right now i, I think it cuts the budget massively and i think a lot of the budget that they have now both from the tv contract the clubs themselves the back end that they get from the front bundesliga really really needs to be pushed um, for marketing the season for the front bundesliga is already to a terrible start in fact February, they've got no teams in the Champions League. Um, up top, you've still got Wolfsburg and, and Bayern, Frankfurt possibly making a few moves here and there. Um, but then again, it's the same consistent problems that you've had. The average attendance numbers doesn't seem to be shooting up very high. It's the same sins from last season and the season before it. And so when you, again, like I mentioned, you see that plateau, it's like, okay, let's make some changes. And if they're not willing to make the changes, let them be ran independently. By no means am I saying like, oh my God, German football is going to seize, like it's it's going to call bankruptcy, it's over, it's never going to happen again. I think this is a very natural position to be in with the growth of the game where you have to recognize there's some problems, things aren't working and you have to change who is running the league. So this is not a panic like, oh my God, we're not going to have the front Bundesliga in the next few years. But I do think it's a moment of reckoning and kind of like picking up the phone and thinking about a few other things um, for a league as well that's existed as long as they have and, and a league that holds so much history in the women's game. It's understandable that they've stuck in a lot of their old ways sometimes and most definitely right now they need to switch up those old ways. So I'm excited to see if they change things. I'll definitely be keeping a close eye, obviously, um, but I really do want to see a, a bigger and a, a much stronger push for the teams and the visibility and the marketing because the opportunities are right there the players are marketable when they're doing great in the champions league you see how many fans love it 
Dazon does a lot of that work. Now you don't have a lot of the Champions League Dazon content. It's time for others to jump in and, and possibly the league and clubs themselves to push a lot of this content. Um, that's what players want. That is how you connect with fans and that is how you bring in and keep audience. And that is also how you build traveling fans and fans who want to come out. Clubs need to make sure that they're reaching to the right communities and making sure that those fan bases are able to grow and strengthen. You don't want just to have fans to come in for a game every now and then. You want them to consistently keep coming. So definitely a lot of room to improve. And it's great that the the spokesperson and board members of many teams have come out and said that that they're not happy. They're dissatisfied. It's going to be interesting to see where this heads. But this is definitely a season of change and a season of thinking about what happens next for German women's football. Let me know your thoughts, your opinions, any ideas of what you think should happen. What do you think will happen? I'd love to hear your opinions on this. Do you think there's an issue with marketing and visibility? Think about the last time you saw a social media post that was pushing something about a player or a team or the league themselves. And that should hopefully give you a better answer. I'd love to hear your opinions. Let me know. Would love to read them. And as always, to stay updated and to continue enjoying the beautiful game, make sure you subscribe to me here on YouTube and follow me on Twitter. And I will see you later. Thank you.